0: This is an echo from the past, a rerun if you will. In this way, new listeners can catch up and old listeners can reminisce about the past. Everybody wins. This one was released on the 24th of November, 2014, and is a short little episode in which Terence McKenna tells a funny little story about the time when he took a break from cannabis. And I I actually made a YouTube video of this little short talk so if you go to my youtube channel and subscribe and and like that video and watch it uh, you might enjoy it more than this episode because it's always fun to have visuals to to this story i think anyway enjoy you are listening to natural born alchemist welcome to episode number 13 of the natural born alchemist podcast my name is alex and i'll be your host in this episode i'm going to play a little story that terence mckenna tells about the time when he gave up his dedicated cannabis consumption in order to write a book
1: um, I just had a question about um ritual. you mentioned the Terence method and everything um disgraceful but yes. yeah well that's it's good advice, but so I was wondering what other Rituals you do repetitively, other than just like the normal brushing your teeth kind. But do you, you? mean, in <laughs> my personal life.
2: Yeah. Is there anything that you do every day or every other,
1: you know, month that this you just? I spend you know. this as many hours a day as I possibly can. Uh, smoking cannabis. This is a practice that... This is the secret of McKenna's philosophy. Thank you very much, people. Uh, This is a practice that I've adhered to since my 17th summer. And, uh, you know, God knows if I'd put in the same amount of time on yoga or writing plays... uh, I also throw the I Ching at the new and full moon. What, are you doing to, uh, decriminalize it? what am I doing to decriminalize
2: it?
1: <laughs> well, I always talk about it whenever anybody asks. It's funny how rarely how rarely the subject comes up even in groups like this it's almost as though marijuana is the poor country cousin we're all here talking about five methoxy, hydroxy, this and that and uh, the lowly cannabis weed which has been with us uh, since before the Vedas were a gleam in some Indo-European warlord's eye Uh, it's very interesting how the metaphors of cordage are also the metaphors of creativity that we weave a story and we spin a yarn and uh, all the connection between fibers and, uh, and cognitive processes has always been well understood. I think cannabis has a bum rap What I'm doing to decriminalize it is being fairly out front about my devotion to it. I just think it's trivial and silly and it's like trying to outlaw masturbation or something. It has to do with having a a torqued notion of human nature. Uh, These things exist. I mean, I'm not recommending that for everyone. But when I was young, I was what's called a nervous child, and uh, the first time I had a hit of cannabis, I realized that I could self medicate myself to normalcy and uh, be just like everybody else and uh, and so I did that and uh, I don't know if it's the proper place to tell it, but once I became concerned that I did too much smoking and uh, so I decided I would quit first of all I wanted to see if I could quit and then I wanted to see how much of my interior life was actually riding on this ocean of cannabis ingestion so it so happened that the conditions for the experiment were perfect because I was arriving on a small desert island uh, in the Seychelles group in the Indian Ocean and had rented a house on this island in order to write a book, so I uh, had this mombasan bomber weed and a lid of it and I just rolled it up and nailed it above my kitchen door and decided that I would not smoke until I had finished writing this book and uh, was relieved to learn that I had enough self-control that this was possible I mean I didn't sleep a wink for eight nights but uh, I I did not resort to breaking my pledge And, uh, and I slowly realized it was all right. What it seemed to do was I spent a lot more time reading and had much more interesting dreams and otherwise it didn't seem to be any big deal and I wrote this book then and it took me about six weeks and I promised myself that when the book was finished I would then allow myself to smoke up this lid of weed before I left this island. So finally I finished and I was very diligent. I wrote every day at 8 a.m. for till noon. I typed. And then I would take my dogs and explore this island. I had this very set regimen. And finally, the book was finished. And uh, I rolled these huge bombers and dragged my lawn chair out under the coconut palms and waited for the sunset to get really going. And then I just flared and consumed about three of these things in about five minutes. And I was just waiting for this sense of relief and accomplishment and uh, clarity to sweep over me. And this thing began to happen and I like pushed it away and then it came back and I pushed it away and finally I realized I had to look at what this was that it was just becoming overwhelming and then I looked at it and what it was was it was the incontrovertible instantaneous deep unarguable realization that this book I had written was dog shit. <laughs> and I was just frozen with there, you know, just sitting in this chair quaking with this realization. And up to a half an hour ago, I had this vision of myself returning triumphantly to Berkeley like Lenin entering Moscow with the tome raised high, don't worry brothers and sisters, it's all figured out and I realized, you know, that it was a catastrophe, an abortion, a monstrosity so I just was you know really set back so then I just shrugged my shoulders and said oh okay I will smoke day and night until I can try and save this thing if it can be saved and I did I mean I I did smoke day and night and I did struggle with this thing and it was not possible to breathe life into that corpse this this book I'll just tell you the title in order to convince you that this thing should have died a boring. It was called, I blush to tell you, it was called Crypto Rap, Meta-Electrical Speculations on Culture. (laughs) Terrible, terrible. So I realized then at that point that I was a fool to try to navigate life without cannabis and that it would just get me in terrific trouble and that I lost my way and couldn't make judgments and had no discrimination and so forth and so on.
0: Now let's conclude this episode with a song by Love Button from their album Seventeen Cleverly Disguised Songs About Smack. And the song is called That's Life. Freedom is in the mind. Well,
2: you take a little.